Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, speaking of those people in Charlotte, you might know this gentleman uh, Kanata Edwards, CBSSports.com, podcast producer extraordinaire, Hornets Maven, and my friend. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about at Not of the Scribe. On Twitter, all right, let's let's start with the Hornets quickly because, frankly, that might be enough. Um, <laughs> I apologize for that start. Uh, other than Detroit, uh, is there a team they are uh, – is there another team they are better than? Did we forget the Washington Wizards and the dynamite they took to that franchise? <laughs> Yes, apparently we did. Uh, I had, how is it possible that that is a forgotten franchise for me? Having spent well, 10 years of my fair, career in Washington. To be fair, I will give you this. The Bradley Beal trade was like, I forgot what happened after that. But remember, we had the Bradley Beal trade and we had a few other things. So that like went completely underneath the radar. So I get your question. Yes, it doesn't look like they're better, but I would point out to you that this team was a 43-win team last year. They got 36 games from their best two players, and I would also say there's a lot of growth that happened in between the the 27 wins that they got last year. They actually play defense now. So this team can win 40 games. The problem becomes... What is 40, 41, 42, 40, 45 wins going to get you? Is it going to get you any higher than nine? Because I don't know if you noticed, the league is loaded this year. Yes. And there's no real player to tank for this year. So you're going to get your best shot every night. And, oh, yeah, there's that in-season tournament in Vegas that might give you something to strive for as well. That, that, I, are you a fan of the in-season tournament? Because I am. I love it. Like, I just want to know, like, at what point did we stop trying to have fun with all this stuff? Right. Like, everything has to be serious. The end game is the only thing that matters. Because quite honestly, I love this idea of the in-season tournament. I love having the FA Cup of the NBA because not everybody's going to win the NBA championship. If we're honest, there may be four teams that we like tops to to win the championship this year. And then... They're not necessarily going to care about the in-season tournament, but it'll give teams like a Charlotte, like an Orlando, that's got a, a just like dynamic amount of talent. It gives that Oklahoma City team something to go for. It gives San Antonio with Victor Wembanyama mm-hmm. something to go for. It gives those other younger teams something to attain. And it gives us something before Christmas to care about with the NBA. And that's always a good thing. I think it's a great thing. It will be done before, really, before the second week in December. So mm-hmm. even better. So we don't have to, it's not lingering into March. I love the idea. And I think the NBA is brilliant for doing it. I think Major League Baseball should do it as well. You're not adding games. All of these games, except for the semifinals and the finals, all of these games are simply part of the schedule. 
I think that's yeah. absolutely phenomenal. All right, now I'm going to get back to uh, uh, maybe not the Hornets, but I'll get back to Charlotte in a second. Let me. I watched a little bit of Wembenyama, and or at least I guess I watched highlights of Wembenyama and Chet Holmgren. Aside from getting over the fact that Wembenyama is I don't know seven six, and Holmgren yeah. is like seven two and they just look like they're going to snap in half if they land the wrong way, I think they are both unbelievable basketball players. Like, not just awkward big guys. They're big, and they can play. It is incredible to watch them. It's funny because um, I think Wembenyama has, like, Wembenyama is very, very intriguing because he's not going to do the NBA strength training program like every other big is, and he's not going to add a weight in a traditional manner. So he may end up being one of those legitimate seven, four, seven, five wings. And oh, yeah. it may go the same thing for Holmgren. But those guys can move, man. Those guys have – like, and this is the crazy part. Like, we, I remember, and I'm pretty sure you remember, about four or five years back where everyone was talking about the center, the big man's dead. No, the center just needed time to address – issues yes and now you have a whole bunch of these six eleven seven foot seven three seven five guys that can handle cross you over and shoot to three we're heading into a very very exciting time for nba basketball and i cannot wait to see what this, this season gives us because quite honestly if we get 65 games from holmgren which i think we'll get and if we get around the 55 to 60 from Wembenyama. Like your league, like league pass will pay for itself this year. And I'm not trying to advertise league pass, right. but I'm one of those avid users that pays the extra 12 bucks on his YouTube TV per month to do the, to do league pass. I cannot, I cannot recommend it any higher. It's that good to it. So I, I, for me, this league, this year is going to be fun. And if you do not like the NBA, I would suggest you try and give it a try. Maybe the first couple of months, especially with this in season tournament, because Quite honestly, you're in for a show this year. Yeah, here's the funny thing about both Wembenyama and Holmgren. I'm going to use Wembenyama as the example, but I saw as many good things from Chet Holmgren as I did from Victor, Victor Wembenyama in terms of the, the amount of highlights I saw uh, in the game. Uh, there were two plays that Wembenyama made on the offensive end. I know he had a crazy steal and a dunk. The steal, yeah. uh, I believe he was from across the room. He was like in the in the opposing <laughs> locker room and reached out and deflected the ball. He is so it's ridiculous how long his wingspan is. But the he had one play where he drove the lane and did a uh, a, a like a lefty duck under yep. scoop layup yep. where the agility yep. he showed for 7-6 or whatever he is is mind-blowing and then a contested not a wide open minute bowl three-point <laughs> shot for those people who remember minute bowl who was the first big man three-point shooter in the NBA but I mean, he he was legitimately contested, and he elevated and shot from the top of the key, and he made two of those, only one like that. He is just a different animal. I think if they watch enough highlights, they're going to check out the thing. They're going to check him out in real time. He's got agility that's great for a 6'6 six, six guard, much yeah. less 7'5". Like, the yep. amount of coordination that kid has, and I know that people have compared him to Ralph Sanson before, and it may be the most apt comparison because, quite honestly, 
I can't think of another one, but he might be Samson, Ralph Samson Redux. And if he's that, and he avoids the injuries like Ralph Samson did, we're talking about an all-time guy. Yeah, We're talking about automatic top 15 guy. Because the only thing that stopped Ralph Samson from being an all-time great was injuries. That's true. That is true. Um, Samson didn't venture away from the goal as much, but he was fluid in transition, and he didn't look like a 7-4 player as he ran. Uh, he looked yeah. like a much much more fluid guy. Look, I've always used that about Julius Peppers. Peppers as a defensive end never looked like a defensive end. He always looked like a like a tight end. He was just too good of an athlete as a defensive end. When he was running with the ball, it looked like look. I mean, frankly, at times it looked like a running back uh, running yeah. with the ball. All right, let, let me let me fold this into uh, the city of Charlotte and how everybody is processing oh the uh, the Panthers. Uh, not a describe, Kanata Edwards, based in Charlotte. Uh, and you and I have already had these discussions about the mm-hmm. Panthers. I am in favor of a full teardown. It's clear that the owner does not have the self-discipline to really deal with. They have to go further into the abyss before they can climb out of it. Give me, you know, you're on the ground there. Give me your sense of what it's like and what's going on in Charlotte. Adam Golden studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Oh, it's on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator. Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888-843-0013. Or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. The funny part is, like, you know me, Adam. I am one of those that have covered the Charlotte Hornets, the Charlotte Bobcats or the Charlotte Hornets. And I'm going to be real. I'm seeing a lot of flashbacks. Yep. I'm seeing a lot of the same unwillingness to tear down the I'm trying to grab ticket sales. And at least with Jordan, it was he had somewhat of the excuse of one. He was coming in after Bob Johnson, who had right. just basically nuked every relationship, and and then also Jordan was one of the like poorest owners in the NBA. Right. It's different with David Tepper. David Tepper paid for this franchise with two billion in cash. Like literally went out, the, went through the change, yep. went through the change person, everything, bought the franchise. <laughs> the unwillingness to listen, the, the basically the fact that he's meddling and the fact that he essentially hires people that who who he sees in himself pretty much, or those that he can manipulate, and it's kind of like the sad part to me about this is Steve Wilkes was right there. Yeah, Steve Wilkes could have been hired. Steve Wilkes would have done a really, really great job with with this franchise, and you can see through all the all the all star coaching hires and all the PR behind it. And then we're going to say we're going to compete for the playoffs, and it's clear that nobody from the previous regime was like, "Ho, ho, wait a minute, this is only smoke and mirrors." Yeah, but it feels like the fans were sell, sold a whole bunch of goods, uh, a bill of goods, and at this point, they have no credibility over there. And I can't even remember, even in the Richardson era, where the ownership has basically, in a rush to 
B, to have this new Tepperdome tax, taxpayer paid, like, I just don't see, like, they, they have no credibility over there. And that's a problem at this point. Yeah, this is the way I've talked about it. First of all, I, I put it in player terms because I, don't, I think people can understand that better. Um, just like it takes time to learn how to be a professional athlete, for Bryce Young to develop into a, a quality NFL quarterback, which I believe he will be, it takes time to learn how to be an owner. And every billionaire that I have ever met, and I'm not saying it's a long list, but they all have one thing in common. Because they have made billions doing whatever they have done, they feel like they have all the answers. David Tepper has no clue how to run an NFL team. He thinks we could just, let's just do this and we'll win. Man, it sometimes it takes time. I also think he has completely underestimated how bad his roster is. Yeah, I think, and that's the thing. And it's probably going to cost Scott Fitter his, his job, mm-hmm. which at this point, I can't necessarily blame David Tepper for firing him. But at the same point, like, do you trust anybody? Does anyone have the credibility in that building right now to build out that roster? And more importantly, is David Tepper going to hire somebody he trusts to build out this roster? And both of those, the answers to those questions right now are, is no, because I don't, I don't think anyone's got any credibility. And I don't think he's going to trust anybody. He thinks he's going to be the one to get out of this hole, and I'm not sure he is, actually. I, I, I agree with you. Uh, he's a big Steelers fan. He goes back. He's a big Steelers fan, right? He's part owner. Yeah. He's a minority owner of the Steelers before buying the Panthers. Did he pay attention while he, <laughs> while he was in Pittsburgh? Did he pay well, attention? Well, let's be – remember, we have another former part owner of the Steelers in the NFL. How well have they done? Who is the other part so, owner of the Steelers? Is oh, uh, oh, is Haslam? Yep. Oh, that's right. Give me it. Uh, well. Remember how how well the Browns have done. Let's look at them. They could win the division, by the way. Wild. The Browns could. Browns could end up winning that division because I don't know that. It, I ultimately I think Baltimore wins that division, but uh, right now it's all three and two and two and three. Uh, Kanata Edwards at Not of the Scribe, my man. I appreciate your time as always. Uh, the league starts on the twenty fourth. But Tuesday the twenty fourth, right? Uh, Lakers yes, and Nuggets. Does. We'll uh, we'll talk between now and then. Absolutely, I may be a little bit sleep deprived. There may be a project coming through that we'll talk about later at, right. at a later time as well. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, you can't fool me. I know where you're going. Uh, congratulations. I'll talk to you later. All right, talk to you soon. You got it, man. At Wake Med My Care three sixty five, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year primary care and urgent care under one roof multiple locations virtual visits walk in or schedule an appointment online from annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection strep or the flu we couldn't be more convenient learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org 